This podcast is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find other great shows on the network, head over to deluxeeditionnetwork.com. That's deluxeeditionnetwork.com. What's up, man? Hey. Sometimes when I say that, it, it, it sees it as, hey, Mick, it's Meg. It's Meg, auto-caption. Hi, Meg. Jeez. So sorry, anybody. It's not Mick joining me. It's Meg. Meg. Hey, Matt. Hi. So super excited about this episode one because we're back at it for like the 30-something time. Getting close to 40th episode. Maybe we'll do something pretty cool for that. We'll definitely do something cool for the 52nd because that's one year for anybody that doesn't know math. But I'm even more excited because producer Zach wrote this and I didn't and I have not pre-read it there's probably some words that I can't say just remember he's a lot smarter than me with writing and words so you want to get into this what he said yeah let's do it all right let's do the thing from rust bucket beaters to tractor trailers to gym lockers to bathrooms which needs a lot more the ubiquitous green pine tree brought us brought to us by car freshener has been keeping our off factory olfactory olfactory i'm a long ways back <laughs> from trying to read this um distracted since 1952 and the world has a dude from watertown new york to thank for it. which watertown pretty close to us and then this is where he says that's mag i'm matt producer zach as mentioned is back from sabbatical and this is the your town podcast and then he says i'm gonna be a smart ass we could roll the music right now, but I know Matt doesn't read these ahead of time. So here we are watching Matt read the script. Oh, so dutifully, right? Dutifully. Yes. Does that mean like crappy because it says duty? Like I'm reading this badly or I'm reading this good. What does that mean? It means like you're doing it like loyally. I'm doing it loyally. Well, Meg smirks at him off screen, assuming she has the notes up in front of her and she can read faster than Matt can read out loud. That's a lot of assumptions. You know what they say? Assuming makes an ass out of you and me. So if I remember, I'm going to put the intro music in. Right when, Meg? I have to say real oh. quick, that was pretty accurate. <laughs> yeah. If anybody that doesn't know and hasn't went back, Zach has spent a lot of time in the studio and does know how I operate. So well played, Zach. And I could just picture him <laughs> writing this and typing this and giggling like a little schoolgirl. <laughs> I'm going to get him so good. He did. Got he me good. you. You got me. Well played. <laughs> All right. If I edit this in, should I roll it now? Yes, please. Okay, we're going to do it right. Meow. Just in case I didn't, we're back right here. All right, so the dairy industry is everywhere up here in northern New York. But before we get into this even more, did you know about this water town and the, the little pine trees? And I do, actually. Oh, so you'll have some sprinkles and some dribbles to add to this? Maybe. Mm. I mean, uh, the college I went to was mm. right across the road from the factory. So, did it smell good? I mean, not really. Mm. Isn't it ironic? I didn't spend a lot of time outside. Oh, fair. <laughs> you know, in class, being oh. a good student. Okay. Yeah, me too. And it's cold almost all year. So, fair. Fair. You know, I do. I do. All right. So, the dairy industry is everywhere up here in northern New York. A drive between towns creates a mosaic of small town America flashed with an agrarian. What the hell is that word? Agrarian uh -huh. 
past. I, think. I don't know that one. <laughs> Thanks, Zach. Uh, go ahead and feel free to giggle. When a song turns on the radio, you could be in a bustling college town complete with trendy coffee shops and record stores, Tesla charging stations, and light industry plugging away on the horizon. But by the time that song ends and another begins, you're surrounded by rolling fields, green corn silos, dot the horizon, and the smell of manure and dairy hang heavy in the air. Mm, that one's familiar. That's Hammond. It smells like shit. All the time. <laughs> Wish they would have put the windmills in. No offense to the Hammond people. But if they had the windmills, it maybe would have pushed and blew that smell away. It always smells <laughs> like crap. Which, maybe, that's money. I don't know. Not the business. I played Sims before. Been a while, but uh, Sims Farm. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Sim Farm. All right. I think they try to get as much out of every piece of the farm as they can, including that. I believe it. It stinks. That's what he's trying to get at here. 1952. That's where we're going to go. Uh, the problem was the same. Nobody wanted to smell spoiled milk and cow poop. To this point, one day a milk truck driver was complaining about said unpleasant smells, and the conversation was overheard by one Julius Saman. Saman, two ends. A German Jewish chemist who had relocated to Canada, uh, Canada after fleeing Nazi persecution in his home country. Shout out to one of the first episodes we did of a German Nazi pilot in Ogdensburg, New York. Go back and watch episode one <laughs> or two. All of them. Watch them all. Um, <laughs> in his work as a chemist, he found his passion extracting the uh, aromatic oils from alpine trees in the um, Canadian wilderness. So he was so captivated by these substances, he zeroed his intellection on developing technology to transport and distribute their effects. All that to say, he got into work on reliving the sour truck driver. Relieving. Relieving. What did I say? Reli Reliving. <laughs> he wanted to relive him. I mean, truck drivers sometimes, you know, they spend too much time just sitting on their butts, eating terrible food, potentially heart problems back then in the 50s, smoking cigarettes. <laughs> they had to be relived. Okay, well, let's relieve them now. Relieving the sour truck driver and uh, combined oils inspired by his love of the Canadian forest with a specialized blotter material. Cut into the shape of a pine tree and boom goes the dynamite. The first car freshener was born. I, I didn't know that, did you? I did. Oh, you knew that story of the German, the chemist? I did. Oh, look at that. You being cultured and stuff. I probably wouldn't have been able to like play it back to you without... Probably. this in front of me but i have heard it probably would have done it better than i did from the tip of the dome <laughs> all right the product took root get it root like little okay. trees good one uh, oh yeah we're gonna edit that in probably not um you know what i mean the, you guys you guys know what i'm talking about the uh where is it here the drum joke you didn't like mine but i mean mine was pretty close it's pretty close okay Really close. Uh, <laughs> so by 1954, he filed a patent for paper impreg impregnated with mm -hmm. odor-destroying air-perfuming substances, along with a cellophane wrapper and a loop of string on which to hang it. In the supporting documentation, he too took great... Oh, he took great care. It said two. I guess just like Anchorman, I'm just going to read it as it is. He took great care to emphasize the importance of the string, claiming the substances are sometimes of an oily or sticky nature or hard to remove from the hands. Hmm. Yeah. Fun fact. The original patent drawing actually featured the classic silhouette of a busty head thrown back pinup model, but forever the pragmatic man 
eventually ditched the more eye-catching design for the classic pine tree shape so the wrapper could be slowly pulled back from the apex of the tree down, extended the lifespan of the single-use product, and allowing the end user to sort of kind of customize how each smell they were putting off at once. How much of the smell? How much? Yeah, yeah, that too. According to Car Freshener, uh, what is it? Judy, judicious. Judicious users could preserve the pine scent for up to seven weeks. Is That's that still a pretty true? um innovative design, I guess. Especially in the looking fi- for. Especially in the fifties. Yeah, and it's still like that. Yeah. I, I know I need to go buy some and then we'll I, take some pictures. I always have some everywhere. They're stashed all over the place. Okay. Well, hook me up with one, will you? Okay. Okay. The little tree, in quotes, received another boon, boom, I'm guessing, uh, or maybe a boon, in the post-war uh, economy as suburbia and the middle class grew. The family car was becoming a necessity now that few and fewer people were living in major me- uh, metropolitan metropolitan like uh, or urban areas and at the time drinking alcohol and smoking cigarettes while driving was pretty common the pungent smell of both often soiled upholstery and others um, and then the you know with the whole christian vehicles and all the owners they just kind of clung to the rearview mirror dongle to keep their cars smelling fresh i mean back in the day still with all that smoke and stuff did it actually help a little bit i'm sure it like Covered it a little. Yeah. Probably didn't take the smell away, but just overpowered it yeah. for and a short period of time. That is true. And then it gained even more popularity when higher-end taxi services began putting them in their vehicles to kind of, well, cover up the smell of the city folks in the city. And, well, as he puts here, Zach does, let's let Ellen J. Fromberg, spokesman of the New York City Taxi and Limousine Commission, say it. People drank them, uh, drank in them, ate in them, and did various things in them, shall we say? Yeah. Huh. Hmm. The original scent was dubbed Royal Pine, another uh, homage to the Canadian forest, which inspired the original scent. Shortly thereafter, spice and bouquet were added to the lineup. As the years have passed, the brand has added Caribbean Colada, Vanilla Roma, New Car Scent, and the iconic Black Ice to their profile. Today, those scents are available in the classic pine tree dongle as well. Vent liquid, vent wrap, and fiber can uh, are just a couple of other options, obviously, that you've probably seen. That way, consumers kind of had a choice in style while delivering the great fragrance that consumers know and love. And again, this is according to the company website. There's a lot more sense than that, too. I would have to imagine by the actual Little Tree Company. Yeah, there's like the vanilla. Well, that's the vanilla aroma, but there's cotton candy. I like that one. Um, there's a strawberry one. Okay. There's a birthday cake one. Everything's birthday cake now, isn't it? I know. Hmm. But there's lots of them. Gotcha. Hmm, interesting. I do like the black ice. I feel like that's the one. Like if I if I had to name or when I close my eyes, as much as the green one, for some reason, the black ice one sticks out more. I brain. feel like that's probably the strongest scent of them all. Yeah. So that's probably why I've seen more of them. I mean, a lot of manure, a lot of stinky, not city folks up this way, but a lot of that stank where this guy um, did that. So he clung to the roots and kept production of the dongles local to Watertown, New York, where he had the idea in the first place. So if you're driving down or up, depending on, I don't know how many people come up, but you probably go down to get out of here on I-81 in the upstate New York. The factory sits low on long right of the side. Is that, is that what it sits low and oh, low and long 
right off the side of the interstate opposite SUNY Jefferson. That's said school that I was saying. That's said where school. I went. Eventually, a plant in DeWitt, Iowa, which is kind of cool because there's also a DeWitt, New York, was open to help support the Blossoming Enterprise, which is now an international brand supporting offshoot brands. Um, yeah, there's another name that was in Southwestern Europe. You want to tackle that one? I don't. Arbor Magic. Cool. I'm assuming it means tree magic. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's. I'll Something assume like that. that as well. And Wonder Bomb in Northern, Central, and Eastern Europe, as well as South Africa. But if you are an international business person, there are links on the company's website to begin the process of bringing these little trees to a country near you. Today, the little trees, I keep seeing little trees and all I think of is Christmas tree cakes because it is the season. <laughs> I don't know why. I just keep wanting to say today, the little Christmas tree cakes. And now that's all I want. Thankfully, those don't come in a pine scent. Uh, that'd be cool if they were invented here. A little Debbie shout out there. Today, the little trees are so widely available and distributed. You cannot buy them on the company's website aside from a U.S. exclusive collector's edition box for 50 bucks. They should collaborate. They should. And do a little Christmas tree scented little tree. I'd, I'd buy them. Right. Little Debbie. Same shape. Let's, let's make sure that we send this and tag them in all the social media. I mean, I'm sure it would smell very close to like the birthday cake. Probably. One, but. They probably it have already done It would still be cool. Yeah. Have it the right colors, you know. Um, make it ju look just like the little Christmas tree. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Maybe even a scratch and sniff one. All right. <laughs> Collector's edition box, Meg. 50 bucks. It includes 40 trees that covers all of their complete fragrance uh, lineup from the... Oh, yeah. What cares all the sense? There's a bunch of them. All right. I'm going to try to rip through these. America, Bayside Breeze, Black Ice, Blackberry Col uh, Clove, Caribbean Colada, Cherry Blast, Cherry Blossom, Honey, cinnamon apple, coconut, cotton candy, dragon fruit, fresh save, gold, green apple, jasmine, lavender, leather, morning fresh, new car scent, no smoking, pina colada, rain shine, rose thorn, royal pine, sliced strawberry, summer linen, sunset beach, supernova, true north, vanilla aroma, watermelon, and wild cherry. That's only 33. So I guess you're going to have to drop the 50 bucks. See what the other seven trees smell like. That so sounds like a good box, though. I, yeah, I wish I would have read this before Christmas. Maybe I would have surprised you with 40 <laughs> I bet of the them. the fresh shave is nice. think so? I don't think I've ever smelled that one. Well, you're not going to see a lot of clean shaving over in this way. Yeah. Wild cherry is probably my favorite. Is it? Yeah. Hmm. So, with that being said, let us know in the comments which one is your favorite. And um, what are the other seven trees? Uh, Producer Zach wants us. Name the other seven that are in the comments. While you're there. He says, pick up a swaggy dad hat, a luggage tag, a leather-bound notebook, sticker pack, or a t-shirt. Little trees, if you're listening. Producer Zach, where's a size large? Let me know and slide up into the IG, and we'll get Producer Zach maybe a little tree shirt, which is fitting for the little guy. Same here. Okay, Meg wants one, too. I guess I will. I'll wear it. I'll, I'll rock one. Maybe that's what we'll get for Christmas from the Your Town staff. <laughs> little tree shirts, and they should make the shirts scratch and sniff. I think I used to have a shirt. When great. I was in like high school. Just, you, I would hope you'd have plenty of shirts. No, like a little tree shirt. Really? Hmm. I'm pretty sure it was black and it had like a white outline of the tree on the back. And then it had a pocket, like a front pocket with mm -hmm. a small logo on the front. Interesting. There's all sorts of, yeah, there's some cool stuff in there. All right. The shirt. Huh. Is available in the U.S. only since 1952. 
keeping it fresh. All right. So let's always, as always, let's do the quote. You want to read the quote? Or you want me to? Mm, I can if you want. Yeah, do the thing. In closing, smell is a potent wizard that transports you across thousands of miles and all the years you have smelled. And that is by Helen Keller. There we go. Beautiful quote. All right. Talk about the sources, littletrees.com, Wikipedia as always. We love them. The New York Times.com and arrowwest.com. Shout out producer Zach for doing that. Make sure you guys show him some love on the socials. He doesn't go by producer Zach, but if you want his real Instagram, let me know and I'll, I'll, I'll do the thing. Check out yourtown.com where we pin every location that we do an episode if you want. And uh, this is good. This is a week from now. It's going to be Christmas. So when we release one on Christmas, we got to do a Christmas Day special. I don't know if I don't know if Zach has uh, one already planned. Whether maybe like a Christmas Day murder or something wild to happen on Christmas, I feel like we have to do while it's released on Christmas. So there we go. You have one week if you haven't done Christmas shopping. Go get it. Get some little tree stuff. You can get a vinyl sticker pack for three bucks. Retro tees for sixteen. All sorts of stuff. And yeah, that's awesome. Thank you, Zach. Appreciate it. And thanks to everybody for, for whatever reason is still listening. We love doing this and we love you guys. So have a almost happy Christmas and whatever else you got going on. You got anything else to say, man? Mm, I don't think so. All right, cool. That's a, that's a wrap, as they say in the biz. Until next week, we'll be back for hopefully a special Christmas episode. All right. Take care, everybody. Smell well. Smell Bye. well. Smell you later. Bye. Hey, this is Casey Shearer. And this is Ray. Do you like pop culture? We're pretty sure you do. Then come on over and check us out at deluxeedition.show. You will not be sorry. Or maybe you will be. I don't know. Bev's Video Kingdom. Because the movies won't talk about themselves. So Andy crawls through this river of shit. He comes out, visits a dozen banks, and no one's like... I'm a little concerned about the guy in the suit. <laughs> right. It smells like shit. You, you mean the guy that literally washed himself in a river full of shit? Is it supposed to smell, <laughs> smell good? Dude, that's completely the mall rat stink palm, which takes like three or four days to wash off. Oh, last time I scratched my ass, it smelled like Bigfoot's dick for a week. <laughs> Bev's Video Kingdom. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. This is Take on the World with Johnny and Mike. And, you know, people always ask me, hey, you got a podcast? What's it about? Uh, I don't know. You ever want to uh, cut your fingers off or learn about a sharp knife? <laughs> we could tell you that. <laughs> How about uh, murder mysteries or uh, hauntings or any kind of fringe subject? Anything you can think of. We take on everything because we take on the world. Now you go take on the world.